welcome to another episode of The Star Sit-Down. Today we have the editor for Multimedia, Miss Rebecca Harrell. Hello, Rebecca. Welcome. Hello, Kim. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's about time. This, uh, this whole thing wouldn't be possible without you, so I'm really uh, grateful. And I, I, I've said this before, before we started, that I made it a point that you were going to get on here because you graduate next month. So I was going to make sure, and the timing was finally right. And uh, here we are with your, uh, looks like a New Mexico shirt. I don't know. What, what is that? <laughs> it's actually, my boyfriend's going to get mad if I don't shout him out. It's his grandpa's vintage shirt. So compliments to him. But that's, it's a vibe it. today. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, how have you been? I've been all right. Um been slowing down actually with the end of the semester you know it's been really crazy November was crazy everything is crazy and then now like finally I mean there's only like two weeks left of school so and then it's graduation so it's been really nice honestly like finishing up projects and transferring everything over to Hannah who's going to take over multimedia after me and yeah I've been slowing down and it feels really good How's this, uh, this last semester is kind of like nothing ever before. So how have you been dealing with being online and how have your classes been? Well, I think I'm really fortunate that I only took two classes this semester for my last semester. So I got really lucky, honestly. I feel bad when I complain about school because most people are taking like 15, sometimes 18 hours and I'm like six. Um, <laughs> But, you know, I got lucky. Um, I highly recommend for like your final senior semester. But yeah, honestly, I kind of got over going to campus like last year. I thought I would miss it. Um, but now it's like, not that I dread going once a week. I only go once a week to one class in person. I take my other one online. Um, but my in-person class not to like go off, but it's like my final project class with Kim Fox, shout out Kim Fox. Um, and she's like awesome, like, and it's really helpful to do that class in person because it's just working towards like your final capstone project for journalism, like the thing you need to graduate. So going in person is really helpful and like, it's fun, but yeah, I don't really care to go to campus. I'm not really sad about that. <laughs> Um, but doing everything on Zoom, like, um, for the Starwise has been kind of sad, like, thinking about, um, a lot of the people that I work with that I probably won't see them again, um, maybe after graduating, um, a lot of people on multimedia, like, I saw them back in March and then haven't seen them again. Some of them I haven't even met in person, um, like, Kim, haven't even met you in person, which is weird, but I know we'll meet one day, hopefully. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I can I can guarantee it. I guarantee it'll happen. It's uh, it's pretty crazy because uh, yeah, I remember the first time I met you when Jaden was still uh the head of the section. You were the assistant, and I was like, "Who the hell is this?" And then uh, I met you, and you know, I, you were really nice to me. And what I appreciate about you was you were um, I told you, you know, like I'm not really like a big like journalism guy. You know, like I never had that drive like it's not so that i see doing in my future and you're like 
don't right. worry, we'll find a place for you here. And, you know, don't, don't be nervous. Like you're, you're good here. You know, like I like, I like you, I want you to be here. And uh, that, that's what led us to this. So I'm really appreciative uh, for you. And even though everything has been on zoom, you know, you've been, you've been really helpful to me and you, if it wasn't for you, I said this to you yesterday, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. And I, I mean that. So thank you. Well, I can't take all the credit. I mean, that's my job, you know, as an editor is to push you guys. And even though we barely knew each other, it was like, I didn't want to lose you. And like, I knew you wanted to do something and you have all this creative energy and all these juices flowing, like you have something. And so it was like, there's like something that we can do. And honestly, like looking back, it's kind of crazy, like how you're here now. And like, I think like putting you in that position was honestly like the best thing for the star and for the editorial board. Cause like, I think it's like the best place for you. Like I was thinking about it and I was like, I don't like your energy and like how you were talking about how, like when you first got on the ed board, you're like, I don't really feel comfortable or like, it was kind of weird, you know? And then now it's like, you're like Mr. Comedian over here making fun of <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> But I was just thinking about like how different it would be like and how weird it would be like if you weren't on the ed board this whole time. And like I was like, you're not like a, just a staff member, like you have your thing, like you're a leader, like you do your thing. If that makes sense. I was because I was thinking about it way back over the summer, like whenever we we talked for like hours about like what to do for a podcast. <laughs> Good memories, though. That's funny to think about. Well, yeah, uh, thank you. I mean, I've um, I've definitely enjoyed like my time here, and especially on the Ed board. I I wish I could, you know, do everything in person. This COVID thing has really messed a lot of stuff up, uh, clearly. But yeah, yeah that sucks uh, because you know, I, people make me laugh because it's so many different personalities, and that it just fascinates me. So I feel like it'd just be a lot of fun in person. But um, how has like multimedia been during your time as the editor since you, you came on really as like, you know, the editor and the head of the section during, uh, you know, all this and doing everything online. So how has that been? That's uh, kind of a, I don't know. I don't want to be like a negative Nancy. It was hard at first, honestly, because nobody was here, everybody's home, you know, it's a pandemic, everybody was sent home and kind of taking over during this like time where everything's already changing. Um, the way that we're learning, the way that we're communicating, like you said, everything's on Zoom now, like that's all changing. And then our whole new ed board is changing. Um, and it was kind of hard, like over the summer, especially I felt like I was the only one here doing everything for multimedia. Um, of course I wasn't shout out to the few people that were here over the summer. Um, but I think it was a little more difficult for me um, personally, just to kind of get back into that zone of like, you know, this is like the print, like, I don't know. I don't, I don't really know how to explain it, but like, it's like last semester, you know, we had to go into the office X amount of times a week, get your work done, hold your meetings in the office. Everybody can go to Trinity. Um, and then like now everything's just do it at home. Um, not really required to like report in person, which I'm not saying that hindered me, 
but I think it's a different feeling than having to go in and like, I don't know, feel like you're getting your stuff done. I think I'm kind of going off on a side track, but I don't know. I think I could have done better in some aspects um, in transitioning the section because the multimedia section was also in a period of transition from, okay, we're going to be working on our own projects, being journalists, making video projects, you know, audio projects and doing like in-depth photo galleries, um, which is really what we wanted to do and what we started doing last semester and kind of started fully integrating that this semester, but it's still been like a slow, a slow transition still. Um, and I think I could have done better in time management, doing some different things like to push us farther. Um, so looking back on that, I'm kind of like, well, I could have done better. This is what I did. Um, but I don't know. Now it's just really having Hannah with me. I wish I could work with her longer because um, it's been awesome to work with her so far. Like we've already gotten really close. Like we're texting all the time. Um, just about like random stuff, funny stuff now. Um, and I'm going to miss like working with her. I wish that I like could have been with her longer. Um, but just working with her now to make sure that next semester, hopefully um, things will go smoother. There'll be a better plan. Um, I think I kind of just went off a little bit. But anyways. No, you're good. You're it's good. It's weird. COVID is weird. Um, especially with multimedia too. The other point is, sorry, not to keep going. But no, you're, you're, you're safe. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> like multimedia, you know, if you want to take pictures, like I kind of already mentioned, you have to be somewhere, go out to go take pictures. And if you're not in San Marcos, you can't go take pictures. But also there's with the project slash audio side of like, if you want to do like a video documentary, but you don't really want the zoom vibes with there's, there's nothing wrong with the zoom vibes, but like you can't go and actually visit like your professionals, your experts, your sources that you're going to talk to and set up like a tripod with a camera to get them in person, get that great quality, you know, um, which is also another side that's a little disappointing. So for some people that aren't in San Marcos, it's been a little bit harder to like jumpstart projects that you can do remotely for multimedia. Um, even if you do a Zoom interview, they're still getting B-roll like in San Marcos. And if you're not here, um, so that's been kind of like hard to figure out slash makes me a little upset. We couldn't like reach our full potential, I feel like this semester. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of things that COVID's getting in the way of, so. So for this this semester at least, um, like excluding the summer, did you have most of your staff like here and then helping you here? And then was it just some outliers or was it kind of like a, a bigger mix of the two? It's been kind of sporadic, honestly, throughout the semester. Over the summer, um, it was mostly just me here and most people were home. Some people would come in town for a little bit and let me know um, and then they could help out. Um, like a lot of the protests that happened over the summer, um, like I was at every single one just about, and a few people would say, hey, I'm here. Like Michelle was like, I'll be here. Can I come to the protest? I was like, yes, please. Um, but the semester, you know, it was hard because some people 
were getting sick and so they had to go home or um, I don't know if like I should say this like that they were getting COVID but um, I'll just say they were getting sick um, and having to go home or they were just going home because their parents wanted them to like be safer at home. Um, so throughout the semester it's been kind of sporadic like at the beginning quite a few people went home and then honestly the semester is a blur like September October November I don't even know like the difference between any of those months but yeah so it's been pretty good though like because we have consistent people here and most people are here um, and yeah they're all superstars whenever I need them so we've been good for the most part. Well, that's good. Yeah, I um, I remember during the summer, yeah, it, it was really tough. And I remember you asking like a bunch of people in Slack, like, hey, is anybody here? And it'll be a couple of people like, yeah, but that's it. And a lot of people, you know, all over the state. So that that really sucked. But um, I think uh, for the most part, at least from what I've seen, you've done a fairly good job this semester with uh, the resource that you've had. I saw the um, new, what did you call it, a doc kind of about like the the river it's yeah the the environment what would you you categorize that as i don't know if i would really call it a like a doc just because it's not i think it's more like just an educational piece like slash i don't know because it's i i mean it could be i don't know we um douglas and i you know we did that together um, and over the summer, I, re- I wanted to do that ever since the summer because the parks were closed all summer near the river. So it's like, what's happening? Like with the river, you would imagine that it would be better quality, like no, no human interaction, excuse me, interaction. Um, but yeah, I mean, that was fun and it worked out. We did, um, like I said, nothing wrong with Zoom vibes. We did our interviews over Zoom, which was fine. Um, and then we're able to get a lot of B-roll, but yeah, and we have a lot of other projects from um, the staff, well, quite a few that are still working on like the editing process to get those pushed out. Um, so you'll probably see a lot more from multimedia like over the Christmas break, um, having those rollouts, so we have more content. But that's kind of another thing throughout the semester. It's been like that editing process too, like learning how to do that with multimedia. Um, because it's not as easy as putting notes on a story and then sending it back, in my opinion. Um, you know, there's a lot that goes into editing, like videos and audios, you know what I mean? Um, so that was a learning curve too. And so still working on that, still editing them to have them for the later of the semester. Um, but yeah, I appreciate your kind words. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. late. I should have done that first. <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I want to steer the conversation a bit like back to you and just learn a bit more about you. Because um, obviously we've had conversations over the period of time that we've known each other. But tell me a bit more how you got started at the Star and then how you got to this point now. Yeah, okay. So I started at the Star. Um, I interviewed with Jaden. I think it was like April 2018 or 2019, almost two years ago. Yeah, it would be 2019. So April, April 2019, I interviewed with Jaden. Um, I applied for the multimedia section because 
honestly, I don't know why. Um, now that I think about it, I bought my first camera my senior year of high school as like a graduation present to myself because I was like, it'd be fun to have a camera, like, but I never really used it. Um, like I went into college as a pre-dental major because I wanted to be a dental hygienist. Um, and then I changed as soon as I got here because I changed to journalism because I was like, well, I really want to get into like the fashion industry, like work for a magazine, lifestyle magazine, entertainment, fashion. Um, so I thought journalism was like the way to go. Um, so I changed that. And I, I remember sitting in my dorm room freshman year, like filling out the application for the star and then not submitting it because I was so scared. Like that's probably my biggest regret. Anyways, biggest regret, didn't apply for the star earlier. But um, I think I just really wanted to learn more about photography and photojournalism. Even in, it was my end of my sophomore year, I hadn't taken that many classes in journalism or multimedia journalism yet. Um, and I guess that was the semester before I took visual storytelling, which is a class that teaches you how to like video and make documentaries basically. Um, and so I think I just really wanted to get into photography and videography and learn more about it. Um, so over that summer, I didn't really do that much work. Like I had some little like practice assignments that Jaden would have me do. Um, and then starting in the fall, just as like taking pictures, going to city hall meetings. Um, and yeah, Jaden and I got pretty close working on our documentary together in visual storytelling. Um, the legacy of Brianna Landrum. Yeah, yeah, that's what I would say. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, like, obviously, he was, like, my editor. I was just, like, a little staff member, brand new, um, super shy, too, like, in new situations. Um, so, yeah, then I guess I just, honestly, Bianca is the one. I have to credit Bianca for pushing me to apply to be the multimedia assistant editor last, I guess it was a year ago, because then I was the assistant in the spring. Because um, I was like scared again, I didn't know if I wanted to do it or if I'd be good, whatever. And Bianca was like pushing me and telling me that I should. Um, and so yeah, then I did and um, I was the assistant editor last spring of 2020. Started to see like that process in the newsroom um, like on production days with the papers, like being there until like 11 o'clock at night, like from nine in the morning um, and like working with everybody, learning the editorial board and like making friends really. Um, yeah, then when Jaden um, became editor in chief, like he called me as soon as like they sent the message in general, he was like, will you be the editor? I was like, yeah, <laughs> like duh. <laughs> um, I didn't even know it was a question, but I was like, okay. Um, and I think I was like so nervous that day. Like after we hung up, I was like excited, but I was also like, oh my God, like I'm the editor. Like I never thought, and it's still crazy for me to think that, I mean, obviously I haven't been at the star for as long as some people. Um, but like thinking back of when I first interviewed with Jaden and like that summer, like getting nervous for the year to start, like nervous to go to the meetings, like, you know, I'm brand new here. Like, 
I never would have thought that I would be like in this position and it's it's one of the best things like ever probably like that's ever happened to me because I've learned so much and like I came into being a journalism major wanting to get into like fashion and like pop culture and stuff like that which I still really like and would like to get into um but now like I've fallen in love with journalism and like finding stories and telling people's stories and all that stuff, especially multimedia journalism, obviously. Um, I've really fallen in love with creating those visual stories. Um, yeah, now I'm here and I'm graduating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was, I was going to say, I relate uh, to that feeling you had, like, I haven't even been here that long and like not seeing yourself. That's how I felt like in, uh, like in, in August. Cause I was like, damn, like I got hired in March. Like I haven't met anybody. And he was like, Hey, we're going to create a new podcast section for you. Do you want to do it? Like, so yeah. nonchalant. It was like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I'll give it a shot. And then, uh, it's like, that's crazy. So I, I understand that feeling that you had and um yeah it is pretty crazy to think about especially over the because that happened in may right me no wait <laughs> yeah. what yeah that happened in may whenever jane like made the call and then like, yeah that I, was yeah, like may yeah and geez that a lot has changed since may i tell you oh my goodness but, yeah anyway also so you and i have also talked about like the future like we actually we talked about that when we were talking about this you know like mm -hmm. uh I, I have like these you know like big city goals and like you know being on stage being an entertainer and just being in that that business in that industry and whether it be mo it, most likely LA but either New York you know because I have roots there and then you were kind of like you know I don't really want that I think I'd, I'd much rather stay in like you know a smaller town or or uh you know not nothing that big you know, and do, do you feel the same now that, you know, you're, you're about to cross the finish line and about to enter the workforce, you know, do you, what, what are your, what are your goals now? Um, I think I want to get a little taste of the big city. I mean, everybody, I think everybody has the dream of like going to New York or going to LA. Like, obviously, you know, I'm not the biggest LA fan, um, whoa, we whoa, said I, that before. I, wait, I didn't. What, what What did you say last time? I don't remember. I think we took you. You were like, or you asked me where I wanted to go, and I was like, just not LA. And then you were like, <laughs> I actually want to go to LA. That's like the only place I want to go to. And I was like, oh. Wait. So why? Why? Like why? Uh, why that? Why not LA? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, remember, I, I don't remember you saying it first time. <laughs> and I'm curious um well I've never been so I can't really like judge you know these are just my words mm -hmm. but I just feel like it's it's crowded it's expensive I just don't get the vibes for me <laughs> like I would go to like I don't know when I just think of California it just makes me go like like, what's so great about it? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I understand. I, the, the reason I want to go is literally just 
because that's it's like where the business it's like literally it's hollywood you know that's right that's why that's kind of my only reason i don't, I don't know i mean it makes sense <laughs> i so do what? i have always wanted to go to new york city though i mean who doesn't i don't know if it's right for me to like live there um i know it's also expensive and crowded <laughs> like la um obviously i want to visit like who doesn't want to go to nyc um but i did have dreams of living there i mean i'm an avid sex in the city fan so i do want to be carrie bradshaw <laughs> But um, I think I, I'm falling back into my small town, like country, rural roots. I don't know. Like definitely when I'm old, I want to like have a farm, like a ranch with horses and cows and goats and chickens and cats. But <laughs> obviously that's expensive. That's going to take a lot of my life savings. So short term, um after graduation i think i would like to be in a little metro city um i think that's good for journalists um you know there's a lot of stuff booming in the cities um so maybe like baton rouge i don't know if like we i've mentioned that before my i love baton rouge i love louisiana um probably just because like most of my family's there my mom's side of the family so that's like my second home like that's the place i know best besides like my hometown um and even though it's like a little most people are like louisiana like it's humid like it's hot it's like gross all the time um but yeah i just love like the atmosphere there and like i wanted to go to lsu but out-of-state tuition is too much so if i was rich i wouldn't be here right now but that's a different story <laughs> But I don't know, or like going west too, like where it's cooler, drier, Colorado or Oregon would be cool. Literally, I was thinking like, as we were talking, I was like, I could see her in kind of like Denver or Portland. There you go. Wow. I, I, yeah, I kid you not. I was, <laughs> I was gonna let you finish talking. I could see you in either one of those places. And I, yeah, I mean, I, I've, I've actually thought about that. Like, I, I think Denver is pretty cool. I, I, I want to visit Denver. I also want to go to Oregon. They seem like yeah. cool places. I've never been to Oregon. I, I've seen pictures and videos like on people's YouTubes, whatever, and I know it's beautiful there. I went to Denver. Um, I've never been to Denver until last, I think it was either last year or two years ago. Um, my best friend from my hometown, she goes to the University of Denver. Um, so I flew up there, like my first time flying by myself. Um, I flew up there to visit her. Like I stayed for like a long weekend um, and it was pretty cool. I mean, obviously it was beautiful. Um, and we went to the inner city and it was interesting. Um, like, an, I don't know how to describe it because it was kind of really crowded too. Um, there was like people protesting outside the courthouse about something that had to do with the environment, I think. Um, which seems very Colorado-y, um, <laughs> but yeah, but I think I would like to be like near a big city, but like also far, like outside of it, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So you can like go into the city and like have that taste, but then you can also have like your private, like quiet home. 
but I don't know. Like I said, I would kind of like to have a taste of like the city, like living in an apartment downtown or something, even though it's expensive, everything's expensive, but I don't know. I'm just going to apply to as many jobs as I can wherever and see what happens. And what, like, what, what type of job would you get? I mean, obviously, you know, it would be journalism and media, but like, would you, would you be like a Peter Parker type and like take pictures or like Wait, how what does Peter Parker mean? Peter Parker, he takes pictures for the Daily Bugle. That's his job. Okay. What? No, that's serious. Maybe that was a maybe that was a bad reference. Would you want to take pictures for like a, a news or like a local station or like I, I just want to understand a bit more. Yeah. I I've kind of been flip-flopping around like with what I want to do. Um I've thought about working at like a TV news station, um, like behind the scenes. Cause I know with TV news, it's like hard to get in front of the camera if you don't have experience, but being like a, a cameraman slash behind the scenes journalist, like video journalist, um, I've thought about that. Um, kind of went through a phase, I guess, where I wanted to get into broadcast. And then I was like, eh, I don't know. Um, but I think I know what I really, I really want to work for a magazine. Um, not super like newspaper e like daily newspaper, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I would like to continue with photography or doing like features. Um, I've missed writing a lot too. Um, I don't realize how much I miss writing until I'm like forced to write an article like for class, um, which is what I had to do for like journalism project. Because you know, like with like the star, all I do is like photos, video, audio, like no writing. Um, And like when I actually do write, I'm like, wow, I actually miss like what you can do with writing. Um, You're not limited to like how many shots you got or like your B-roll, you know what I mean? Um, So I've kind of been thinking about too, wanting to be like a lifestyle writer, like a features writer, Um, something more creative than just doing like hard news, you know what I mean? Not that news can't be creative, but um, definitely want to get more into like the lifestyle, still like not pop culture, like culture, I guess culture would be the word, Um, like city, like what's happening around town type of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it it does. It does. I I can definitely see you doing something like that because I don't know, I, I... I can see you doing like, you know, news and like, you know, like that type of stuff and that that kind of type of journalism. But I mean, just more so like as a enjoyment standpoint, I feel like the lifestyle stuff would be a lot of fun. And like, you know, you have a lot more creativity. And like you said, not like news can't be creative, but like, I don't know. I don't know. But I understand what you're saying. I understand exactly what you're saying. Um given the pandemic and where we are right now and we don't we're not necessarily sure how the future is going to be are you kind of scared you know for your future in terms of employment given the current situation a little bit um i'm a, yeah i'm a little scared i mean i don't think that there's not any graduate who's not scared of entering the workforce um but like I already mentioned Kim Fox, but she really reassured like us in our class that she talked about some like a lot of journalists, obviously up in the professional world that have been in the industry for like years. Um, she said a lot of them will be working for like 
publications in different states while they're like in another state. Um, like you could still write whatever, like, you know, obviously you couldn't take pictures, but like writing, interviewing. Um, not that that has anything to do with the question you asked, but. No, I mean, it's relevant. It's relevant because like, like, like right now, you know, everyone's kind of just at home and you kind of got to right. like tell, telecommunicate. So I, I think it's, I think it's relevant. Yeah. But yeah, because I guess that's a part that reassured me and like, I'm scared. Okay, so there's two things that, okay, there's, okay. <laughs> Obviously, everyone's nervous about getting a job after they graduate. Like, that's a little thing that I'm scared about, not too worried about. What I am worried about is if I get a job, if slash when, um, like, and I want to move because I don't want to stay here longer than I need to is like finding a sublease for my apartment because I have it until July. Um, but anyways, I don't think I'm very, like I'm, I'm excited to be applying for jobs um, and seeing what's out there and like starting to get my foot into that world. And like, it's exciting. Like I'll be starting to apply probably next week um, before the semester ends at least. Um, and I think I'm, fortunate that I have some good experience like under my belt um, that sometimes will put you ahead of other applicants you know what I mean um, so I'm not saying I'm like gonna get every single job I apply for like I'm not I'm not saying that I'm cocky but I think I'm 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 optimistic um, and I'm glad that I have this experience that will help me like get a job I have like a resume and a nice portfolio of work um, that I think will help. So, I mean, we'll see how much I get rejected. My attitude might change. Um, but yeah, like I said, when I get a job. And uh, where, where are you from originally? I'm from a little town right north of San Antonio called Bulverde. <laughs> Bulverde? <laughs> Bulverde. Okay. Um, I was just going to say, so you, are, are you dead set on like leaving Texas? Because you said you didn't want to like stay here as long as you needed to. Sorry, are you referring to like San Marcos or just the state as a whole? Um, well, I was referring to San Marcos mostly, um, but also kind of Texas. I could see like at first for a minute I was thinking okay well if I was gonna stay in Texas um, I would maybe go to like Houston like a city that I'm not really familiar with but it's still like it's far away but it's also not too far from like my hometown you know um, but I I really want to go out of state just because I don't know I feel like I've been dead set on just leaving Texas for like forever um and i could see myself like being old hopefully i live that long um and then returning back to texas because honestly like i like I, I mean i like the hill country um but i think that there's just like so many other places out there that i want to see and like i want to be able to experience and so like i just want to like go anywhere like i think i would like i would take a job anywhere if i could <laughs> <laughs> I think okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Um 
also, you know, normally what I do is I ask people, or at least people that are on the ed board, you know, like how they plan, how they want to like do things in the future. But since, you know, you're going to be gone here next month, what are your kind of like your hopes for, you know, what you want the media, uh, multimedia section to be like kind of after you're gone and like the legacy that you've left for the people that are still going to be around once you've graduated? Ooh. Well, my hopes, which I might have mentioned a little bit, um, my hopes is that next semester, um, the section is able to create more content and do more projects um, in a shorter amount of time, um, which I'm not sure if we had enough practice this semester. Um, not saying that they're not capable, but um, my hopes is that they can just get more into a groove of like content and coming up with a plan. Um, like I talked about, we we're kind of in this transition to getting into multimedia journalists, to being multimedia journalists full on. Um, so that's really what I want um, for the section next semester is to have like a really solid plan, trial and error, see what works, what doesn't. Um, we, I know what didn't work this semester. Um, so finding something that will work next semester so that there can be a nice routine and flow. So constant projects can come in um, and the section can continue to like build up to like what essentially Jaden and I have been talking about for almost a year now. Um, but as far as legacy, when you say that, that scares me. Like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't think I'm, I'm like, I don't think I left like a legacy on, um, I guess um, what I would want is that, I mean, some of, I feel like through that transitional editorial period, um, it's kind of hard sometimes because there's people that, you know, they're used to the previous editor, like they came on with the previous editor and then it's like this new person taking over, learning to like, like gain that respect from them. Um, and then them uh, like respecting me in turn. I don't know if I just said the same thing, but then I guess there's also a lot of people that I interviewed myself and new people that I brought on. Um, so like for them, I'm their first editor. Um, and I guess I would just hope that they remember me. Um, and I hope that I, I left a good impression on them. Um, I don't know. I don't want to say I hope I'm the best editor they ever had because I want Hannah to be better than me um, and for the people to come after me to be better. Um, but I don't know. I think I just want I don't know. That scares me. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't, don't, don't be scared. I, I only ask because I mean, clearly in, when I, when I mean legacy, I mean, you know, mainly just like how you, you'll be remembered by the people that, you know, you've helped and kind of developed and like, you know, you, you can use me as an example, right? Like I've said numerous times, you know, I wouldn't be at this position without you, you know, and you coming to me one day randomly in June, Hey, uh, would you, you want to be on a podcast? Would you want to start a podcast? And, you know, talking to you throughout all the meetings and, you know, you were like, dang, kind of sounds like, you know, you want to start a whole new branch of multimedia. And then all of a sudden, you know, I get, I get this position, you know, I get to talk to people and make content and, 
create something brand new uh, that that's you know probably going to be here for a long time after I'm gone. That's part of you, you know. That your your legacy is going to be living on through me. So I just meant like how other people are going to remember you, and you know they're going to be like, oh man, you know Rebecca, yeah, she she helped me a lot, you know, my time here, and that that's what I meant. So I, I didn't mean it for it to be a, a scary thing, you know. <laughs> Well, you're my legacy, Kim. That's All right. <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a that's a pretty good ah, shit, that's a pretty good legacy. So, <laughs> <laughs> lucky me. <laughs> no, no. But um, also another thing I wanted to ask you, since you know you're not going to be here for the end of the eleven percent. You know, unfortunately, you're. Well, I mean, it's pretty fortunate that you're going to graduate. But in terms <laughs> of the scale of the project, you know, you're only going to be here yeah. for half. And uh, you're you've been a really prominent voice in the development of the eleven percent project. So when I talked to Daniel, for example, he said he wanted it to be timeless. You know, where a long time after, you know, we're all graduated and you know, hopefully we're all older and on moving on with our own lives, you know, it can be like timeless, like, oh yeah, I remember this thing that the star did. So kind of where do you want this project to be, you know, after the fact and where you can kind of look at it and like see what we're doing and say, yeah, you know, I was a part of this. So what, what, uh, how, how do you feel about that? Um, like in terms of what I want the 11% project to be, like for our audience? Um, yeah, pretty, pretty much everything. I mean, because like I said, you're, you've only been here for half. So I guess you could start off with like, how do you think it, it's going now? And then where do you want to see it go when you won't really have a say in it after the fact? Right. Okay. Um, now with the 11% project, I, I – Again, like I've said, I'm fortunate to be in this position and I feel very fortunate that I was able to be a part of this project and have, um, like just be a part of the team for this project. Um, it's been very educational and it was scary at first, honestly, like with the timeline, you know, we all started out, I was like, oh my gosh, this is gonna be so scary. Um, and it's a little chaotic sometimes hashing out our ideas, but what isn't chaotic about journalism? Um, but I'm really proud of the work that we've done, even though it's only been two months um, of actual content, but obviously we've been preparing since like August. Um, where we are right now, I'm really proud of the team, of everyone at the Star that's been a part of it. Um, I think it's a really amazing project and it's, I don't think it's something that's ever been done at the Star in terms of what we're doing, telling the stories of these black Texas State students and also just the way how large scale this project is going to be. Um, I think it's going to be when it's all said and done. Um, I'm really excited to see it. If I am still in San Marcos and the event is able to happen slash does happen like in April or May, definitely want to go or if it's virtual, I want to be there for sure. Um, I'll be keeping tabs like all spring. Um, but I think that to describe what it's going to be um, like, I just think it's monumental. Like not saying that, oh, we're like, not saying that we are like, oh, these like trailblazers doing new things in journalism, um, telling these stories, you know what I mean? But um, like I said, like doing a project that is so 
large and so important. Um, I think it's pretty monumental for the star. And I think, and what I hope is that we're able to, and I think we already have, um, we've experienced this a little bit, is reach a lot of Texas State students um, and make an impression on them and just be memorable for them, for these students that were telling their stories that are opening up to us, that are allowing us into their hometowns, for example, for December, um, and that are willing to talk to us and teach us and like just inform us on what we don't know and what people need to know. Um, and we couldn't do it without these students. And I hope that it's just memorable for them um, and important for them, most importantly. But I will be sad to leave the project. Um, I am sad. I mean, obviously, like, yay, I'm graduating. Like, that. I'm happy for that. Um, but it is kind of sad to, like, like Laura and I just having to dip out, like, halfway through. Um, but like I said, I mean, I know it's going to continue to be better next semester. Like, each, each month's just going to go like this. And... Um, I'm excited to see like what you guys are going to be able to do and it like this project too has been another thing that's just like a huge learning experience um, working on something that's so large with like 12 15 people working towards one thing I mean that's kind of like a huge project group <laughs> and so that's been like a learning curve too is um, like when you have an idea having your voice heard or like moderating yourself when you're speaking a little bit too much maybe um, to let others have a voice. Um, it's it's lo big learning curve for like just group development. Um, I think it's good, good experience too for just working in a big group. Yeah, I, uh, I agree. Uh, I think that's something that, you know, the star and the people that have been working towards this project have kind of had to adjust and like get used to like no this isn't like the Jaden's project or you know my project or Bianca's project or any one person it's 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 a team you know and like we, we got to work together and collaborate and be cogs that are moving to make the engine run um I like you really and I have learned a lot about you know the black students here and obviously being a part of that 11 percent I didn't realize as much as I did. Like, I didn't realize how few black people really there were on campus, you know, and Texas State prides itself in being diverse. But, you know, when you look at the numbers and they keep saying majority, minority, minority, majority, however you want to phrase it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, like white students are the dominant, you know, force on campus, you know? Right. And, like minorities are so different and just uh, obviously you can lump them up, up as minorities, but at the end of the day, they're so different. And yeah, it's, it's a, it's a whole thing. But my point is that, yeah, th this project has taught me a lot, especially about, you know, different orgs and resources that I plan on using hopefully in the future and what I would want to implement whenever I'm not, whenever uh, COVID is over with hopefully. But um, yeah, I, uh, I, I agree with you that it's, as, as jovial it is, you know, you're graduating, you've really, you've reached the finish line that you're not going to be here to the end. And, you know, you, you, you give a lot of constructive ideas and meetings and you're such a big asset, you know, it, it sucks to have you go. 
Um, but are, are, you, uh, are you are you planning on doing graduate school? Uh, as of right now, no. Um, I kind of thought about it, probably because I feel like I'm not old enough to be like a full-time worker. Um, but I was talking to my parents like one time and they were like, well, is it really going to help you like with anything or is it just going to be like a money sucker kind of, which I kind of would want to go for English because I love studying English and literature. Um, but also I think about, I don't know if it's like worth it for me, you know? Okay. Well, I, I was just asking cause, uh, you know, I wasn't sure and, you know, we had talked about your future and you had brought it up. So I just wanted to clarify, but you know, um, I'm really grateful that I uh, met you in the time that, you know, I, I ha I've had here within these past seven months, you know, you've uh, been a really big help and a, and a resource uh, for me. And, you know, uh, if I'm part of your legacy or the star, you know, I'm, I'm muted myself. Sorry. I was going to say, oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm saying that if I'm part of your legacy at the star, I'm I'm uh I'm happy to be a part of it, you know, because um you've helped me tremendously, mm -hmm. and at the end of the day, I I I mean it when I say you know I wouldn't be in this position without you, because at the end of the day, you came to me about this, you know, I was confused and everything was happening, and you know you're like, hey, here's here's the ball, just shoot it, and uh, it went in, so. Here, here, here we are, and I'm just, I'm, I'm really grateful, and hopefully, I, well, not even hopefully, I will meet you someday in person, and in your future endeavors, I, uh, I truly wish you all the best of luck, and I know you'll be successful wherever you go. Thank you, I appreciate that. You're, you're hyping me up too much, but I really, like, like I said, it's crazy to think about back, back in June. July all throughout August like talking about doing this and then seeing you execute it um like it's crazy but you know that's what you just need a little push and but don't give me that much credit um but yeah I appreciate the wishes the best wishes I'm glad I could finally come on the podcast I was waiting I was like I know kids <laughs> gonna invite me but when is the question um yeah this is fun yeah, I'm, I'm I'm really happy uh, we were able to make it work. Um, we're almost out of time, so if I always tell people if there's anything they want to shout at the end, you know, feel free, uh, whatever whatever you want. So, anything you want to plug? Um, just look out for me in the future. My name is Rebecca Harrell, and you might see me on TV one day, or you might see me on the cover of a magazine. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. People are gonna be looking back to this, and they're gonna be like, "Oh snap! This is this was her first. That's yep. That this is this the is moment. my debut. This yes, is, this is the debut. Um, <laughs> well, if this is the debut, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm here for it. I'm happy. I'm here for yes. it. Yes. But um, thank you for coming on the podcast, Rebecca. I really appreciate it. Um, Thanks for having me again. My my pleasure. My pleasure. Uh, maybe in the future you come back. We'll see. You. Where are they now? Yes, as uh, a Texas State alum. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that that's it. I I love. That's a perfect ending. Uh, that's gonna be it for this episode of the Star Sit Down. See you guys next Friday. Bye. <laughs>